0: Hello, thank you for joining me on this episode of Excellent Yummy Mummy Podcast. This mama can, this mama will. I am your host Kafia Falari, and I am super excited, you know, to be bringing this new season to you. Talking to amazing moms, we're talking about different topics. We talk about having premature babies. We talk about beauty. We talk about um, employment. I mean, we talk about everything, and I'm just so super excited to to have you. Listening, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy the episodes and make sure you connect on Facebook, Instagram, it will be nice to hear from you. All right, enjoy. All right, so today I am super excited. I'm so, so happy to have the beautiful, the fashionista, the amazing Jane Meadows um, with me. She is an excellent Yummy Mummy Awards 2021 winner. Like, wow. Um, (laughs) uh, She is a business analyst by day and an online content creator by night. Uh, she creates skincare, fashion, and general lifestyle posts on YouTube and Instagram. She has a huge following on uh, both platforms. She's a mom to three teenage children. I mean, not one, not two, but three teenage children. <laughs> um, she joins me today. Welcome,
1: Jane. Thank you so much. I feel so, I don't know how to explain this. I just feel so happy hearing that about myself.
0: <laughs> I know, right? I'm happy, well, I, you. you know, I'm happy I did you proud.
1: You did, indeed. So thank you so much. No, I really appreciate that. I'm really, really happy to be here. And I'm still buzzing on the Yummy Mummy Award. It's still here and I'm staring at, at um, uh, the award in front of me right now. So, um, yeah. That's Happy. the whole
0: point of it. The whole point is to um recognize women like yourselves that are doing great in the in the sphere. So um yeah, thank you for what you do. I appreciate it, uh, thank you. Yes, yeah, so today our topic is beauty, right? Mm-hmm. The expectation of perfection and the impact of filtered beauty. So, um, <laughs> that's a bit of a <laughs> mouthful on girls and on women, right? So, the yeah. impact of filtered beauty on girls and women. So, I'm just going to start off on, uh, with what's in the news right now, what's current right now regarding that. So, I don't know whether you know Charlotte Crosby. Uh, she um won Geordie Shaw. she won. Jordy I do Shaw.
1: know her. Yes.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. Um right, so there's a documentary, Channel Four documentary called Celebrity Plastic Surgery. So mm-hmm. where they just discuss like all the celebrity surgeries that have gone wrong and mm-hmm. all of that. And she came out on Twitter saying, you know what, this is immoral because obviously there's an episode covering her surgeries and the way she looks now. Yes. So I just want you to um maybe touch a bit on that, like um how I mean I think Charlotte is no more than 20 something, like yeah. how young
1: girls are being driven to start surgery early, like Botox, fillers, mm-hmm. and like that. She is pretty young, yeah. I, and it's interesting because I used to know her well, what she looks like, um, what she looked like before the plastic surgery, and I oh, remember, wow. yeah, I mean, she is I didn't such have, a beautiful I didn't have girl.
0: A- before i had to actually google like after the news came out of mm-hmm. her being sad about the whole thing i went on google i was like who's this girl and then i saw a picture previous picture of her and she mm-hmm. looked
1: really she, beautiful just absolutely like, mm-hmm. yeah, she looked yeah. absolutely gorgeous she had it really um at the time that i used to uh, uh watch jodie shows I, I is it jodie Shaw or jodie shows i i no longer watch stuff like that but i used to watch it and i i loved her and her personality, and I thought she was really pretty. But it's hard to, to really judge anyone when it comes to things like this, because I know that we are all under pressure. I mean, like, I'm, I'm in my 40s, mid 40s, and I shouldn't really care that much what I look like, but I still do. Um, I think that, I need to be careful here, Um. With her, when I saw her picture, I was like, oof, that's gone too far. That was my thought. So I didn't say, what what has she done? You know, like judge her harshly. I just thought that was a bit too much. And I'm a great believer in looking after yourself. And if there's anything that you don't really like about your physical um, outlook, you can try and change that if, if that makes you happy. However, I have a problem with fixing things when they're not um damaged or uh, Mm. um being over the top with the plastic surgery and I don't like when they start too early I think that uh, for for girls um and what young girls don't know is that your body uh would continue to change the way you look I mean if I showed you a picture of myself when I was when I was a teenager and another picture of myself um, when I was in my 20s, my 20s, I had the biggest round face ever. I mean, I hated um, having a round face, uh, although my mom thought that girls with round faces are the most beautiful. But I didn't like it. I wanted the longer face, the oval face and things like that. But over time, my face have actually changed. My face has changed. Mm. And I think it's because of loss of fat and my face is a bit more defined. Um, because, you know, I'm trying to lose. I've lost all that poppy fat, you know, and now my face the, looks just the way I wanted it to look before. So mm, that's, I see that. what you're saying. So it takes time. Kind of... But the thing
0: is, when you say she's gone overboard, but it's actually knowing where to stop, because obviously being on Jodie Shaw, being... Mm. Um, a celebrity of sorts, the pressure that comes with that. So not just her, people like Chloe Kardashian, not mm-hmm. wanting a picture of herself um uh-huh. shown unfiltered. Right. That so we've become mm. yeah. So we've become a generation where, you know, you can't just say, all right, I just woke up or I finished having my bath, I'm feeling myself, I dressed up, let me take a picture of myself and uh-huh. put it online. If you mm-hmm. haven't got makeup on, or um, even when you have makeup on, if it's not filtered to a degree that you feel like, yes, I can post it on, you can't post it online. Yeah. I think, I mean, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. No, I, I, I totally get that. And with Chloe Kardashian's um, picture issue, I looked at the picture that she didn't want out, and I thought, I would kill wow. for that body. Exactly. I, I would, think I would millions would of people anything. would, yeah. But I think that we live uh, in a world full of um, people who want to look a certain way. And we, we are just so hard on each other. And the Kliwi Kardashian, for example, have always been called. I think, I think we need to be careful about what people say online. Khloe Mm. Kardashian if you notice out of all the sisters has always been she's always been the one that people would say she's always been tagged
0: the ugly one the The fat one the
1: this the that absolutely And I think, and, and this is why we need to understand that whoever that is behind the Instagram, whoever that is be, behind the, a, a big uh, movie or who is, I mean, the celebrity is also a human being. And I exactly. feel, I strongly feel that all of these things that has been said um, about Khloe Kardashian has actually affected her mentally to the point where she doesn't even appreciate her natural looking self. So she has exactly. to um, filter herself to look a certain way. Another way of seeing how she reacted is uh, from a business point of view. So Chloe Kardashian obviously markets beauty mm, stuff. She's a brand, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, before Instagram, we used to have glossy magazines. Remember that all the models were also um, filtered. The pictures were. Uh, uh, glossed over, yes, yes. the legs mm-hmm. were smoothened and I know this because when I was younger I used to do um, commercial modelling so I would do Ooh, like, yes, I knew shoot. you were the right lady <laughs> to talk to <laughs> I used to do those things when I was very young and at the time I didn't really take care of my, my skin um, um, I, I had a, the right figure and the right face but my skin, I had spots on my legs I remember, but I was asked to do um a beach shoot, you know, it was for Maltina. So at the time it was in Nigeria and it was for um, a a, a very popular malt drink called Maltina. And it was really good pay. And I remember saying, I I can't do it because my legs, um, I've got lots of dark spots on my legs because I suffered with eczema as a child. And and I said, you know, I can't do this. And I remember the, the photographer saying, don't worry about it. Yeah, he said, um, don't worry about um, your legs, don't worry about the dark spots, we're going to um, gloss that, we're going to remove it. And that was when I first found out that you could actually do that to a picture. Mm -hmm. So I was able to do the shoot, I was able to get paid for it, and it was was wonderful. So what I'm trying to say is that before Instagram, we we used to look look at the models um, in magazines, and... The, the the image we were we were seeing at the time, or we still see now, are not their real image. I mean, they they all look beautiful. I'm sure in real life, but they you know, the pictures would have been uh, altered to make it look to make it digestible Perfect. for the yeah. public. So, Chloe Kardashian obviously wants something that people will look at on Instagram and go, "Oh, look at how she looks." And if she's selling that, I want to buy that so I can look like her. So she's exactly. trying to protect her bag. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I see, yeah, that's I see how where I you're it. coming
0: from. Yeah. Mm, mm. So, um, <laughs> as you were talking, you mentioned looking good, like you look good, You, mm-hmm. um, your face was good, your body shape was good, right? For your modeling shoot. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just going to talk about it. So, to bring it around to what we're saying. So, mm-hmm. who determines what good is? What is good body shape? What is a good face? <laughs> Who determines that? Is it something you determine yourself? Is it something that you, based on your own self-esteem, that you're like, you know what, I look okay. I might not look glossy and all of that, but uh-huh. I'm all right. So, what standard were you referring to when you said you look good and you had a good shape? That's a great question.
1: I, I honestly, that's a great question. Okay, so I'm gonna be brutally honest here. Um, who determines what's good and you know what's looking good um, in terms of body shape and and my face? Okay, so I would say from people's opinion, um, growing up, I would people would often comment on how I looked on, you know, my face looked, even though um, I would look in the mirror and I didn't understand what the buzz is about, and I still don't get it anyway. But because people said that it looked good, I began to believe that. And then so yeah that's why what people say does have an impact
0: yeah so the general public yeah
1: yeah I I would say my my mom for example not not always but people say oh you know I like the way Jane's face looks but when I would actually if they hadn't said that I would actually look at myself in the mirror and go oh yeah it's okay I look like the next girl and and that's how I see myself but because people were saying that I looked a certain way and they liked it, then I began to believe that it's, it's a good way to look. Does that okay. make sense? So yeah, it does is, make sense. There is an influence there from what people say. So I would say what the general pub- public, um, not so much in my case. I mean, a few people around me, my relatives, um, have said, and that has um, positively impacted on my self-confidence. And then I start to believe that, oh, yeah, my face does look good. However, okay. with the body, I didn't know what great body was until I started reading the magazines. Again, there's a, a lot of influence um, from, from, from the media. So mm-hmm. we were told that if you were a little bit bigger and you, you had um, bigger tummy, that that wasn't a good look. But if you were slimmer and your tummy um, is flatter, then you've got a banging body of a model.
0: Mm. i thought you were actually referring to um looking good in terms of model because i'm showing the modeling world like Mm -hmm. there's a stricter look do you understand like you can't just wake up and say oh i want to be a model right no there's some like beauty criterias right so i thought you were even referring to the model industry of looking good like the standard of looking good
1: yeah, I mean bearing in mind all I did was commercial mo- modeling and so and getting, I do not run um, way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not wrong way. And I don't think it's as strict as um if you were to wear um if you were to be a, f- a fashion model. I think they're a lot more um they, they are stricter than just being um a commercial model. With a commercial model, it's also not just how you look, personality matters because I remember uh, where we used to have to go for castings. So you go for casting and you just stand there and that will be us boys and girls and they will do, they will talk about the scene, they will tell you um, they, obviously they will talk about the product, they will set a scene and and, and talk about it and they will tell you the sort of look they're, they're going for and they will tell you the sort of personality they're going for. So they would talk to us um, and you know, sort of like interview us. So they're looking for Personality as well as looks. So, just to answer your question, because I think I've, it's a long winded way of answering it. So, the people who are casting the models get to decide what they want for that particular look. So, okay. mm-hmm. does that make sense? So, if, yeah, it for does. example, if they are advertising, I, w- I will use skincare for example. So, if they were advertising um, a cream that helps your melanin to uh, melanin to pop, they're not going to go for a light skin model they would specifically ask for darker skin girls with smoother skin and if they are going for um skin brightening product they would specifically mention that they would prefer to have lighter skin models so at the time and we're talking about years ago it wasn't as brutal as now so i'm not sure what what i was about to say
0: like if it was bad back then you can imagine now with social media with these celebrities you know constantly you know girls like Charlotte being you know told this is how Mm. you're supposed to look and -hmm. then obviously once you start improving yourself because you mentioned at the beginning that it's you know really good to improve yourself to look good Mm -hmm. everyone wants to look good but for her in the spotlight how do you know when to stop? You can say to yourself, "Okay, I'll fix my nose. I'll fix a bit of my lips because the social media is telling me that lips, big lips, are the in thing now, mm-hmm. um, and the big butt. I think is it BBL, Brazilian butt lifts, are the in yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how do you know when to stop? Because many people are dying, right? From yeah, from these surgeries.
1: I've never had any kind of surgery personally, and. I think that there is much more than we think. It's much more than we see. Okay, so for a girl to want to do something to her body, there is something that is already making her so insecure. Um, And it doesn't matter who you are, and it doesn't matter at what level. So, for example, um, I, I get a little bit insecure about my tummy because obviously I've had three kids. But thankfully... The only way I get rid of that mom tom is by, you know, watching what I'm eating and exercising. And after that, my tummy snaps back, which I am so grateful for. However, I've seen women that have done everything and the tummy is so big and rounded and they, they just um, they just hate themselves for that. So if, if that woman says to me, I would like to have a tummy talk, I wouldn't have a problem with that. The only thing I would say is just make sure that it's safe and make sure that it's what you want. So another thing that we need to also think, um, you know, put into con- consideration is that plastic-, plastic surgery is quite addictive. And I've heard so many plastic surgeons and um, as a psychologist or, you know, say that, that once you fix something, then you want to fix more and more and more and more. And I'll tell you something that I've never actually shared publicly. So there was a time um, in my life that I felt that, that my boobs went the way I wanted them to look anymore. So I wanted to, to have bigger boobs. When I think about that, I, it just, I just laugh at my own foolishness. And is yeah. that after childbirth or was it just while well growing yeah. up? We're talking okay. about 2013, not okay. even too long ago. And that insecurity came because I was in a relationship with a man that I thought he liked, that liked bigger boobs.
0: (laughs) Okay. That's the thing with us women, isn't it? Like, (laughs) when you, I mean, mean, you can't blame us when you love someone, you care how they see you, you know, (laughs) like if they find you attractive or Uh, not. Oh dear,
1: I know. And when I said to him, um, I would like to have my, my boobs bigger. He didn't stop me. In fact, he offered to pay. So wow. I was like yeah and I remember contacting a surgeon friend of mine because I used to be a nurse and he said "I don't like this you look perfect I think that man is trying to make you have um, you know bigger boobs and I said no he's he's not saying that I should I was the one who brought it up and he offered to pay and he's telling me no he's the one who's made you feel like this because you've never ever talked about this before ever since I've known you but anyway wow. long story short I don't know. Long that's story nice. short, that's
0: nice for the surgeon <laughs> to say.
1: Yeah, and here's more. So, long story short, I ended up in Harley Street, and I had the first consultation. And each of the surgeon that I saw said to me, "Why do you want to get your boobs done?" And I said, "Because I want to feel more feminine." It was always my answer. I couldn't mm. say because I I wanted to look better for the boyfriend, I, you know, for the partner I, I was in a relationship with at the time. And each one of them said, you are perfectly feminine. I don't know why you want to do this. I mean, does that, does that make sense? They were. I'm just
0: really amazed that these surgeons, you know, most of the time, yeah. they just want to make their money. So the I'm fact that you. they actually, I mean, I am, I'm actually happy to hear that, that I'm surgeons out you. there, are really taking into consideration people's mental well-being rather than just thinking all right we'll just do it we'll make money who cares you know
1: yeah I I even left them and then I decided to go to BMI that's what I thought they're not giving me the right information they don't want to do this so I'm going and okay sorry what what is BMI I can't is it I can't remember what the full
0: um, all right what it stands
1: for but it is, they're all over England anyway. They're very, they're quite What do reputable. they do? Uh, they do plastic surgeries. Okay. And they're, they're private um, hospitals. So that not just, um, not just plastic surgeries. Like if you wanted to get taken care of um, health-wise. After for any health issues. Energy, okay. Yeah, they would, they would do that. So they're private sector. So I okay. went there and I mean, they also said, oh, but, but you look fine. However, if you, if you wanted to do it, uh, you can go ahead. But, but we think you look great. We think you look fine, you know. And um, the only thing that stopped me was, like, I was asking for uh, a local anaesthetic for the size of um, cup that I wanted, but it required a general anaesthetic. And I was scared that I might die trying to get okay. plastic surgery. So, I like, that was what stopped me because I didn't want to um, die and leave my children behind because they were still yeah. very little at the time. So... Yeah.
0: Especially especially for that reason, you
1: know. Absolutely. And now I look at my I look at my boobs and go, they are perfect. No one has ever yeah. I I, it just I felt so insecure at the time and I would never ever allow myself uh to ever be in that position again, ever. But I suspect a lot of girls are going through that, a lot of boys are consuming lots of things off of it, um, instagram and online and there's pornography there they want their girlfriends to look a certain way and girls mm, they are have under pressure.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah
1: but also i'm he- um, hearing as well that guys are starting to go um under the knife to look a certain way
0: wow. so it's not just girls Hey, it's not just guys. it's not just no. girls anymore. The guys no. also want to have the abs and the look. The abs, I'm not yeah. sure what the look is for so the guys these days, like big muscles and you know.
1: Yeah. and yeah. And, and shape of their noses. Oh, lips. the
0: chin and the jawline, the chin, I guess.
1: yes. Guys are wow. having plastic surgery, so they are also under pressure um, as much as um as much. As, uh, girls. We are just in such um a bad place as a society when it comes to mm. the way people look and I feel like um us who are online doing beauty content need to yes. take responsibility as well I don't know but I think there's only so bit. much you can do
0: because obviously um like in your case and the Chloe's and all the online influencers mm. you have a brand you know, I mean, I'll be shocked if you came online looking a certain way. Do you know what I mean? Whether I have... that's my issue, or whether that's something um, general. You know, I would be shocked if I just went on your page and you just like, um, obviously no makeup, even if you don't have makeup, there's a way you tailor it. It has, there's a reason yeah. for it. You wouldn't mm-hmm. just like do a shoe and then wear no makeup because it wouldn't fit <sighs> your brand.
1: I have I actually mean, done that. Sorry to okay I, I have actually done that. So I do it more of it on YouTube because I think YouTube is much more receptive of showing your flaws yeah. than mm-hmm. Instagram. I feel like Instagram is such a like a a, a glossy, glamorous platform. I, so, yes, I yeah. think yeah,
0: I think that's the case. It's good to mention that because Instagram is just like a showreel of it people's is. lives, faces, whereby YouTube is more of a platform you could just you Put can your just video relax. on, show yourself, relax, yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. I've, I've shown my my subscribers and my friends, I will call them my friends, know um, that I suffer with hyperpigmentation. They followed my journey. They've seen my face. Um, I've, I, I had a video where they saw lots of dark spots on my face. That was years ago before my face cleared. And then I did a makeup look that covered it. And they were so, so happy to see that I feel very very relaxed and comfortable on YouTube and I can show um, all kinds of flaws and mm-hmm. they wouldn't mind and, and they are okay with that um, mm. however on Instagram I feel like the consumers there they, they, the the immediate consumers there are completely different they're looking for something happy shiny and and why not? When I go on Instagram, I, I, I go there because I'm looking for something shiny and beautiful again. Mm. So, yeah, it's it just the way the platform is created. And, it, uh, you know, Facebook, for example, you're not you when you go on Facebook, you're not looking for something gloss and sh- glossy and shiny. You're just looking for people being raw and drama and you know gossip <laughs> same with twitter i'm not yeah, going there to look at beauty. twitter is definitely <laughs> drama if i'm if i'm looking for anxiety i go to twitter <laughs> yeah
0: twitter is definitely a lot it's of drama a, and anxiety
1: i know yeah but mm-hmm. instagram is and you have to give the platform what the platform is asking uh, but i i i again i think we have to do everything in moderation and mm. consider people's mental health and how is you know this sort of like you would say fake image almost is affecting um other people yeah but i love the
0: fact that you um you've you've found a middle ground because obviously being real being who you are right people are able Mm -hmm. to relate to you the Mm -hmm. stage where you had your dark spots you know i could be maybe one of your viewers thinking oh she has it i have it as well let Mm -hmm. me see how she um you know looked after because i think essentially that's what youtube is about try to find things to better yourself whether yeah. that's recipes or people that look like you people that have the same hair type as you to improve yourself so um i just i'm happy that you are a social media influencer that mm. is thinking about um people's mental health or how you contribute to the whole issue that we're talking about which is mm. you know thoughts of Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: I have to do that because um, I'm a very spiritual person and I'm very much aware of how other people might um, feel if I put out something that is not real. Um, So I try as much as possible to, um, obviously, in moderation, to bear myself just to let everyone know that life is not greener, you know, like that. You know, I have my issues, I have my mental health. Well, I wouldn't claim that. It's not mine. You know, what I mean is that I struggle. I mean, you have your moments. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. there there are moments. You know, I've shared about being a single mom. I've shared about the struggle of it. I am a successful person. And I try now not to deny myself that because I get too humble to say, oh, no, 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 no. No, I have worked hard to be where I am today. But I also try and let people know that there were times that things were really, really tough. And there were times that I was so overweight as well. And mm. there were times that my skin was terrible. And, and, this is, and, and that's how I got into skincare. So I try to make sure that I am as real as possible.
0: Mm. So it was mm. like through your journey of trying to improve yourself, yeah. that's when obviously you built your platform. That's yes. what I'm hearing. And yes. also if they're ladies or young girls listening to this feeling insecure, feeling, you know, like they need to be a certain way to be accepted. Cause I'm just going back to your story where you were in a very low place. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned also all these celebrities or any woman that has surgery or, you know, feels pressured to always be filtered hundred percent all the time. Mm-hmm. They obviously suffer from low self-esteem, whether that is brought on by a relationship Mm. with a partner or just family members or just themselves, really. Mm. Right? So the fact that... I don't know whether there's anything you can say to a woman in that space, you know, feeling like, I want to look this way for someone, not for themselves, just for somebody else's acceptance.
1: Okay. I, you know, like I have a daughter who also... Um, I suspect, gets pressured by what she sees online. And I would always tell her that not everything is real. I'm not saying that people don't have great skin. I'm not saying that people don't have great bodies. But not everything is real online. And if you desire a great skin, for example, what you need to do, and this is my advice to anyone, is find people who have the same skin type as you and follow their journey, ask questions and be kind and gentle to yourself things like dark spots can be cleared easily. Okay. Um, You know, things like um, your weight can be sorted out by eating a nice healthy diet and also going to the gym. Most things can be resolved, but first of all, you need to accept yourself. Um, And once you accept yourself, you are in in a better place so that when people try to, to say, Oh, what you look like is not what uh, anyone should look like, then you will say, hold on, no, I I feel good about myself and I am happy with the way I look. So Mm. self-acceptance is really important. So I'm not against um, plastic surgery at all. Um, I feel that if there's any part of your body that you're not happy with and you want to get surgery done, first of all, I would not advise to do that in your early 20s because your body might change. And when your body changes, then you might begin to like your body. So you will not always carry um, a flat ass, for example, for the rest of your life. <laughs> there, was a, there was a time that, um, and I, I, I told my daughter this, and we, we had a good laugh about it, that I had the flattest ass ever, ever. Mm. When I was 18, I didn't have a bum. But as soon as I had my babies, oh my goodness. My yes. bum started to come, and I really love my bum now. Okay, so I will always say to young girls, wait, because your body might change. And if you have, if you feel that your boobs are not big, wait, because your boobs will come out. It might change. So give yourself time. And if you decide that you want to have something done, again, do your research. Um, think about your life. You know, it's not worth it to go and die because you're trying to to look a certain way. Do your research and make sure that you're you're safe. Um, you know carrying out the, the the procedures and also when you think that you want more and more then it's becoming a mental health issue and in which case please talk to somebody mm, seek help yes yeah, immediately important. yeah
0: yeah okay so um just last but not least if um, there's a parent out there that is worried about their child being pressurized into you know getting the brazilian butler going to is it turkey (laughs) to to do to do the surgery yeah um what would you advise the parents so maybe they've just come across their child's email or message and um, they're worried
1: i would say as a parent um to be open and be willing to listen because sometimes you know as parents you go oh yeah but you don't need this you don't need this but in their mind, in the child's mind, they, they definitely they definitely want it. They think it's what they need. Be willing to listen. Because I feel like mm-hmm. when you're listening, then you are empathetic as well. So mm-hmm. you're, you're listening and understanding. And you can say things like, I completely understand how you feel. But can I just say that what you're trying to fix there's nothing wrong with it you look absolutely fine why don't you wait a minute and a minute and think about it why don't why don't you give yourself time and see how you feel in general i would advise a lot of communication a lot of love um and just even if it's so hard at least try to understand and just say you know i understand how you feel i get this i understand and then you can give instances like uh, when you were young that you felt insecure at some point and you wanted this at some point because everyone had felt that. So let the child know that you get it, you, you understand what's going on
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then try to talk to them and have lots and lots of communication about that. And if you can't change the child's mind, especially when they are like 18 and they're now like adults, mm-hmm. um, I would say, and um, again, as a spiritual person to, to, to go into prayers. And it, it does mm. work to so just call God and just say, please just intervene, um, minister to the child, um, spirit, let God just really take control um, and let the child see how beautiful they are inside out. And mm. I'm telling you this now, I'm not just being religious, it has personally worked in my mm. household. Well, that's
0: really, it, I mean, that's it good has, to new- yeah. That's yeah. good to know. Would you say also seek um therapy, maybe like you mentioned before, alongside so, the prayers?
1: I would, but I think the reason why I didn't mention therapy is that usually at that stage, it, it depends yeah. on how far it's gone. If yeah, you, you feel can't feel even force
0: I, them if you know no. once they're eighteen, you can't force them to therapy.
1: Yeah, I mean, if 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 you know that a child is clearly suffering with um mental health issue. You and there's no an underlying. The <laughs> yeah. And there is um and if it's something that has gone on for a while, then yes. But you know, like a lot of girls who want to have surgery done um don't have um a particular mental health disorder. Yeah, they uh, just want to look good. Yeah, it, it just like oh, I've seen someone on Instagram. I just want to be an Instagram body as well. Uh, maybe <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the maybe, thing now.
1: Maybe I don't really like I don't really like how big my waist is. I want to be mm-hmm. it a little bit. It doesn't mean that they have a strong, um, I don't know, body like dysmorphia. You would say yeah. mm-hmm. it might just be a regular low self esteem. But I'm not. I'm not ruling it out. so if you're talking to them and they're not listening, and you're you know. Uh, you you can then suggest that would you like to talk to somebody else would you like to to get a little bit of um support and just speak to someone professional somebody about neutral this? yeah mm-hmm. neutral yeah uh, that can help you open your mind up a little bit i find that is a better way to address it than saying would you like to go for therapy because automatically <laughs> they are trying like, to say do, they're not <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you I make it worse not right mm-hmm. in the head yes Maybe, because yeah, that would yeah, make it even lot, worse absolutely there, there's a lot of stigma around um going 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 for counseling and therapy um yeah. even though it's, it's it always always works because i've had therapies before in my life and it really really helped me but yeah, i would definitely. say would you would you like to talk to somebody uh, neutral that might help you to open up your mind a little bit and see mm-hmm. how we go? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. I mean, My pleasure. The, the nuggets you've shared, obviously, being in your industry, I mean, they're mm-hmm. invaluable.
1: Absolutely. So. I, and I must add this. Um, I'm seeing which is which is a really positive thing to say. I'm seeing lots of influencers of all races that are starting to show flaws. So they yes, will they show are. the Tommy the rolls. Uh, there's lots of skincare positivity influencers out there. There's a lot of um, um, plus size girls doing extremely well. There's mm-hmm. so many things out there. So you have to really search for what you want. It, well, that's not the right word. You, you have the option there to look exactly. at something positive and, and the way it. big data works is that once you start looking at these sort of things Instagram for example will push more of these things you always say if you want to see girls with bad skin but doing something about it once you look at a couple of their pictures Instagram will push other influencers um, like that towards yeah. you so you have to be careful what you consume online
0: as well. Okay, thank you for that. It's good to mention that there are options out there, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, thank you so much, Jane. And what um, what's next for you? I know you're a brand ambassador now for um, was mm. it Macari? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so, what was what is that like? What was the journey
1: like? It was actually really nice because Macari uh, skincare was um one of the skincare that I got into when I was trying to heal. Uh, my skin i was trying to clear the the hyperpigmentation i had really really bad ones and i started to post them and before i got uh, the recognition and i started working with Macari. i'm now working with other skincare so i love korean skincare and i think for somebody of my age um i'm in my 40s and i've said that before i always say it because i think i'm terrified of getting old so i just speak speak speaking you look good if you you
0: didn't mention it (laughs) we wouldn't know so yes you're doing, you're doing thank great. you so
1: much i exactly. just said, so that somebody won't point it out but um korean skincare oh. i find is can you hear me
0: yeah i can hear you go on uh-huh. you like korean... korean skincare
1: yeah it's absolutely wonderful i like um i like the i would say the science behind their skincare so i'm buzzing about it and i'm working with um a couple of um korean skincare um, b- brands or companies at, at at this point in time I wouldn't call them brand because they they market different brands within the uh, skincare company so I'm working with them so Korean skincare is something that I am really really excited um, about
0: oh perfect I'm happy to hear that
1: mm.
0: so yeah thank you so much for your time Jane it's been my
1: absolute pleasure
0: (laughs) it's been interesting it's lovely hearing like your take on the whole thing and yeah so thank you very much for your time once again and i hope you enjoy the rest of your afternoon you too thank you so much for
1: having me